reflection as we began the sit this morning. The invitation of the meditation instructions will be in regards to working with the body in the first aspect using the elements. So continuing finding our way into this habitual posture of embodied awareness that we're discovering in sitting and moving alike, sitting in stillness, moving in our walking meditation, in our yoga classes, and in our moving around, particularly like going down to the dining hall or standing in line, staying embodied in our mindfulness. The other invitation is in regard to noticing the presence and absence of the hindrances of mind. Because uh, scientists tell us we have a negative bias, that is, we, uh, our attention is much more easily drawn to something that seems to be in the way of our survival, and our thriving, we notice the presence of the hindrance quickly as compared to when it's absent. Because we've not trained ourselves to notice the absence. And in that sense, we've not trained ourselves to notice well-being when it's present logical in that way. The irony is that a sense of well-being tends to generate another moment of well-being. So there's an out-of-balance to our habitual uh, attention patterns for many of us at least. So the, the noticing the absence. For some of us it may be that also in relation to if something uh, pulls us away, we, are, we're, uh, we notice it if it's unpleasant. We notice it's, that it's unpleasant, but we haven't noticed that, that if it's something pleasant that pulled us away, or we haven't noticed the difference between the, the the distinction Gill was making about a worldly or, or a sensual, uh, pleasant and unpleasant, versus this this higher kind, this internal, pleasant and unpleasant, the absence of, or presence of that. I'm not uh, in any way suggesting we turn this into a tasking, but just to let yourself be available to what you've learned, what you've noticed in yourself, what you've heard in the Dharma talks, and the previous meditations that have been guided in some way. But in particular, noticing the presence or absence of a hindrance, one that you're familiar with, that's maybe a regular visitor to the mind. And if it's there, rather than um, starting to fight it or getting upset about it, to bring your curiosity. Oh, see what happens when you bring your curiosity. If it goes away, that's terrific. If it stays, then you practice with it. Practicing meditation with restless mind. practicing meditation with wanting mind. So much space, so much space in our experience, if we notice it.
begin to bring attention to the body. Not judging the body or comparing the body to a previous experience of the body or to what you think a body experience should be. But being present for the experience of body as it presents itself with interest and with curiosity. Knowing the body in the body, the felt sense of body, here, now, here, in this very body, in this very room, now, in this very moment. Not a conceptual experience, but a direct, actual experience, the felt experience of body. There may be a fleeting number of sensations, seemingly all arising together, or one may hold our attention, maybe the body as a whole, or parts of the body, or a single part of the body. Inviting this knowing capacity to spread through the whole body so that we have the possibility of being mindful of the body in the body. Here. Now. Drop the attention to the lower half of the body, placing attention on the pelvis, the buttocks, the sits bones, that area of body. Begin to notice whatever experience you have of hardness or firmness or a heaviness as you feel the pelvis, the buttocks, the sits bones and the cushion or the chair, the bench. This hard, firm, heavy earth element in the body. Pour your attention onto this experience of earth element. Moving the attention to the upper legs, feeling the femur bones. Our thigh bones. Again, any experience around hard, firm, heavy, earth element, earth element. The same with the cartilage in the knees. Any sense of hardness or firmness, heavy relative to the liquid of the body. Just 
just that feeling of earth element, earth element. And then the two lower leg bones. Hard, firm. Earth element, earth element, earth element. The ankles, the feet, the toes. So many bones in the feet and the toes. So many, many bones. Hard, firm. Earth element, earth element. Expanding attention to the whole lower half of the body. On the earth element, that's part of body. If you will, please, invite the earth element in the body to rest on Mother Earth. There be maybe no conscious experience of it, or there may be a sense of a kind of relaxing, kind of settling, releasing. So often we hold the body slightly away. We don't really trust, we don't know how to really be intimate with Mother Earth through the Earth element. You might feel it as more ease of breath in the lower belly, or that the spine can more respond to breath. As you stay with this feeling of earth element resting on earth, Notice the presence of stillness. This sitting in the bones, as it's sometimes called, brings this feeling of stillness. Likewise, there's a kind of rootedness, a feeling of being rooted, grounded. The stillness of the earth element resting on earth. From the stillness, we shift attention to the breath. The breath is characterized by the wind element. The wind element is characterized by movement. Movement in the form of tingling, pressure, vibration, waves. In the stillness, the wind element is known. The personal experience in the body we call air, breathing. 
It is movement, it's wind element. The stillness reveals, highlights, places context for the movement. Just as the earth element can rest on Mother Earth, so our attention can rest, find a ground in the wind element, even as it moves. Attention collected in this experience of the wind. Becoming one with this wind element. not needing the wind element to be any particular way. It can be very faint or strong, fast, slow, deep, shallow. Just a faint pulsation or a strong wave motion. The mind becomes content when it rests upon an object. This resting feeling is imbued with that stillness. So the knowing is still even as the object is moving. Softening into the experience of resting on the wind element. Knowing it from within, the experience.
much that mind is settled on the wind element, still on the wind element, you might notice the absence of one or more hindrances, not thinking about it, just a quick noticing, a sense of absence and the sense of well-being from that absence. Just as you have practiced noticing the presence of hindrances, if one is strong, some hindrance strong, note the absence of the others, or at least one other, and then reestablish in the earth element and then in the wind element.
might note that the stillness of attention on the wind element can persist even if a thought or some other body sensation comes to the forefront. The stillness of attention on the breath remains there in the background. And the slightest intention on your part can bring it back to the foreground.
discovering the power of the stillness of attention through finding the stillness of the earth element, getting grounded in the stillness of the earth element, and then bringing that same felt sense of stillness to this moving wind element or any other object in any other way, the stillness of attention that creates a continuity. And when there's a continuity, the mind becomes content, just content. So today, including in your experience, whatever your relationship with the hindrances are, seeing them, being mindful of them, having compassion towards them, doing an observation where you feel like a witness of the hindrance, you're willing to be with it, and there's this kind of observing with a kind of spaciousness around it, doing inquiry into its nature, seeing what it's, uh, when you can divert away from the, attempt, from the hindrance sometime without needing to, but being available to. Uh, also, at times, saying, not now, just not now. Deepening our relationship to the hindrance such that we don't become defined in our total experience when it's present and is really sticking around. So it sticks around, but it does not define us. It's characterizing this moment, but there's a sense of freedom even in the midst of it. We are not buying it we're not making it a me and mine, even though here it is, you know, this, uh, this ill will towards ourselves or this wanting, but it's just part of life, not defining us. A series of announcements for the morning. I'm happy to get to report that uh, uh, Kate today is going to start uh, an offering of chair yoga and this is yoga for people who've been unable, for one reason or another, to attend the yoga classes that are being offered currently. So if you're going to one of those classes, this is not for you. It's for people who've been unable to uh, attend those classes to have an alternative. It's going to take place today. It will move, but today it is taking place in interview room number one. And in that room, there's only space for six people to be doing this practice today. And uh, soon after uh, we are finished in here, or maybe even as we leave, there will be a sign-up sheet uh, for people to sign up. And so there's, only, there's six slots, so you can only fill out one of those six slots. There will be another offering on Sunday, and it will have the, it'll be in the council house on Sunday, so there'll be more space. It's really an interesting form of yoga for those of you who, uh, for whom it's appropriate. If you are seeing Adrian today for a practice discussion, would you please check carefully what room she's in because there's a little bit of movement of rooms for her today, and that will that will save confusion. And it's we get messed up if if someone is not able to be there at the right time. So it's greatly appreciated. And uh, Tara will be sitting with Nikki today. And again, we appreciate everybody's cooperation in terms of uh, letting us do this kind of, uh, of work together. And um, a big surprise to me is that the fence around the horses is now an electric fence. Don't know why that is, but we don't want to be putting our hands on that electric fence. So uh, being, being cautious about that, and hopefully there will be another little uh, sign uh, reminding us of that. And then um, uh, a very big part of the, the karma of Dharma practice on a long retreat is laundry, laundry practice. <laughs> and uh, the, the Sangha laundry process begins tomorrow, that's Friday. And 
uh, the, everything I say is going to be posted on a, a, the bulletin board out here and in the dining room and in the laundry room so you don't have to retain this. This is kind of like the first time of telling us because when we're on retreat it takes a while sometimes for this kind of information to, to penetrate our minds. So yogis from Metta and Karuna need to bring down your clothing to the laundry room Friday after lunch. So Friday after lunch, if you're in Metta and Karuna, bring your laundry, uh, bring your clothing to the laundry room. The yogis from Mudita and Upeka need to bring down their clothing to the laundry room Saturday after lunch. So Friday is Metta and Karuna, and Medita and Upeka is then on Saturday. Just now, here, just now, here, now. Open to this, here, now, your experience. Not commenting, not controlling, but available, here, now, to the knowing, to letting it unfold in the knowing. This compassion, this clear intention, to reduce our suffering here, now. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.